okay? Man, that, that Titans... Patriots game. Yeah, it's got a lot of juice man. on it, man. It's got a lot of well, juice on I mean, it. Well, I mean, it has because, it's not because Titans are in it's because Patriots are in it. And they, they're not as good as they have been. Yeah. And that they got to, everyone wants to see them out of the playoffs the sooner the better. The champs are on the ropes, man. Ooh. Are the Titans going to be the team? You know, just like I, we got a guy at work that we work with, huge Bills fan. Uh, hey, what's up, everybody? This is Greg and Kiker with The Last Word. Kiker, how's it going? It's going all right, man. Hope everyone had a safe and happy New Year's. Um, yeah, they're setting up DUI points that don't effing <laughs> drink and drive. So, uh, hope everyone had a safe and happy night last night. Yeah, I hope they did too, man. It's always good to uh, live to see another year. It's a blessing. Uh, End of the we'll, decade. Yeah. Dang, man, that's crazy. Seriously. Yeah. I'm getting old. Mm, uh, anyway. Shut up, Kiker. Uh, <laughs> we'll get started with uh, with this past weekend's college semifinals. Uh, you had Clemson and uh, Ohio State, and then you also had LSU and Oklahoma. We'll start with LSU and Oklahoma. Kiker, final thoughts on that game? Hmm. You know, we've talked all year about teams when you, when you get your foot in your throat, on their throat, rip their head off. Well, LSU ripped their head off, crap down their neck. And then like sodomize the body. Jeez. I mean, they this game was, was very graphic. Yeah, well, I'm just it was. Let me tell you something. I've never Joe Burrow and Alice, you've made this look so easy. It was ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I can't put up those kind of numbers on a video game. I mean, I can't. And that's uh, I got well, that's because you're playing on rookie. Um, <laughs> yeah, this game was over at halftime, and I mean, actually before halftime because once it got to like 28. 35-7, you knew Oklahoma yeah. had no chance because yeah. they don't play defense. Yeah. Now, granted, they were better this year than last year, but LSU, they well, were on a mission. Better than absolute garbage is not Ooh. that much better. So yes. Defense was trash. You know, Joe Burrow, Heisman Trophy winner, continues it into the playoff yeah. in one of the best performances I've ever seen. Seriously. Now, granted, there was a lot of blown coverages. There was a lot of guys wide open, but – you know, I mean, but you got to take advantage of that. If you so. take what the defense gives you, they gave you a lot, and he took total advantage. Yeah, four hundred ninety-three yards passing, seven touchdowns. Yeah, that's throwing. Insane. Insane. And, and he ran for one. Wasn't it six in the first half? It was either five or six in the first <laughs> well, half. Like, four. I mean, like, he threw. He threw all seven touchdowns in the first half. Yeah, I mean that. That's insanity. I mean, like, in seriously, the, Oklahoma scored twenty-eight points. Uh, Justin Jefferson, wide receiver for the for LSU, scored four touchdowns. In the first half. That was the most dominant uh, quarterback performance I think I've seen on that kind of stage since, you know, I was 10 years old. And Steve Young threw, like, five <laughs> touchdown passes in the Super Bowl. Like, and you just knew there was no way they would stop that dude if he kept playing that way. Like, it didn't didn't matter what they were going to try to do. The game was over. Thaddeus Moss, Randy Moss's son's a tight end, hybrid type yeah. for LSU. Caught a long touchdown pass. He's and they, they were, they, he was asked after the game. He's like, uh, how do you think Joe Burrow felt about his performance? He's like, I think he's pretty mad. I was like, uh. Pretty sure he won 70, and coach told him no. So, <laughs> for real? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, that's, I, I don't, that's not verbatim, but it was yeah, rough. That's, I mean, that's pretty funny. It, but that's just the way LSU's offense, you know, that's just what they did. I mean, Oklahoma's known as an offensive team, and they got, yardage-wise, 300 and, what, 70 yards less. It's what sucks the only thing that sucks about Oklahoma losing to me is Jalen Hurts' college career is over. Yeah, I, I did feel bad. Classy individual. And yeah. every LSU, everybody was coming up, yeah. you know, telling him, 
whatever they were telling him. Yeah. You know, I, thought, I thought that was pretty cool, man, when they yeah. caught that on camera. Yeah. That was, that was pretty you know, cool. but LSU yeah. totally dominated Oklahoma. Twice as many first downs. It was, you know. Yeah. It was it was crazy. And the what's what's funny <laughs> to me is you look at the eight total touchdowns Joe Burrow had. Matt Ryan's had eight total touchdowns in that same building, and they play eight home games. Dang. <laughs> Dang. That's jo- terrible. Justin Jefferson has five touchdown catches in that stadium in two games. Julio Jones has two. Jeez. <laughs> now, granted, you know, the Falcons aren't playing Oklahoma. Yeah, but still. You know, and and, and I mean, going a, going past this, season LSU obviously was a better team, blew them out. Yeah. Game was decided well before – the clock's hit triple zero. Yeah. But how bad is this for Oklahoma in the Big 12? It is horrible. Because Oklahoma is the – they are the team in the Big 12. They yeah. constantly win the Big 12. They're the best team in the conference. Texas hadn't made its way back up. They get into the in the in the playoff and don't even just lay a total leg. They just don't even show up. Yeah, they got obliterated. I mean, they don't even show up. I mean, here, here's the thing. I mean, but they're the best team in the Big 12 to me by default. Like, that doesn't that doesn't mean, like, I don't think that they are they were deserving of that spot. I just think they were the best of the one-loss teams left. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It wasn't like you were looking at those top three seeds. You you knew those, were, those three teams deserved to be there, and Oklahoma just happened to be, like, the last man standing mm-hmm. after all the championships were done. If Oregon hadn't lost to Arizona State, you could have made a – you would have had a serious discussion. Yeah. Oregon, Oklahoma. Um, so it's just, but Oklahoma now has gotten into the playoff three times and have yet to win the semifinal game. They came close against Georgia. Yeah. They should have beat Georgia. They had, they had a 16 point lead and Georgia comes storming back because Oklahoma doesn't play defense. They don't play defense. Man. So they, they got to get that change. Seriously. If, you know, last year they got down big, made a little bit of a comeback, but the game was never, I felt as an Alabama fan was never in danger and they yeah. ended up losing by 11. Yeah. So it's just too bad. It's just so sad for Oklahoma. Yeah, you seem yeah. real sad about it. I mean, I'm 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 broken up about all it. Ate up about I it, mean, man. seriously. Yeah. They, they <laughs> hit me right in my feelings. I mean, if Hurts wasn't on that team, you would be laughing right now. Oh, I am laughing. It's just <laughs> you know, I, I, I thought it was great. I was like, man, when's the when's the, the next game start? Because this game's been over. So And it seemed like it took forever. For uh, that re- game well, to because it was like a like a, it was like a quick but slow death. Moving, because you had to watch the rest of it. Anyway, moving on to the second game. This this was the game. Mm. Like this was a this hell of a football game. Seriously, this is a hell of a football mm-hmm. game between two really good teams who belonged there. And I mean, that was this was the game you wanted to watch. So, I mean, I, I'm I'm gonna let you start this off. I mean, what were your final thoughts? I kind of had some thoughts of mine as far as some of the officiating, but I'll, I'll let you jump into this. What were your thoughts on that? <sighs> I'm not gonna. I can't really say the better team won. The more disciplined, experienced team. There you won. go. There you go. I, I know um, that. And when it, from that's from coaching to keep uh, like quarterback play as great as Justin Fields is. You know, Trevor Lawrence was Trevor just Lawrence. here last year, been there, uh, done that yeah, type he, thing. He's a championship um, caliber quarterback. You know, that's for and sure. Some people say, well, if Dobbins hadn't got hurt. Well, okay, but he got hurt and he came back, and he so, still I mean, had 175 rushes. Well, I mean, in 68 of those were on one play because mm-hmm. he's he's a he's a big play guy. You, you get out of that. You get to the second level with him, and if you if you try to arm tackle him, he's going to shake you, and he's gone. And Clemson found that out. I also think too, Clemson. This is part of Clemson's soft schedule they played, where they played like nobody. Yeah. 
they they got to this game. Ohio State gets up sixteen nothing. Hits them right in the I mean, it's just like it, it like it was like it took Clemson a second to adjust. Like, oh, yeah, we got to play. Yeah, and with in the last three minutes, they scored two touchdowns, and one of them was a was a sixty eight yard run from Trevor Lawrence. But Ohio State, and you, we'll get to this officiating. They want to blame the officials. Even Ryan Day is like, ah, oh, you know, every big call in such a tight game like that, just none of them seem, seem to go our way. Well, okay. <laughs> if you feel that way, uh-huh. you have a 16-0 lead. Yeah. You can't kick field goals against a team like Clemson. Yeah. You can't do it. You you had a chance to put them away. You kick you, – you score two more touchdowns. Just two of those uh, trips were touchdowns, not field goals. 24-14. That's a two possession game going into halftime, not a 16-14 game. Yeah. When your foot's on your on the throat, rip their head off. Yeah. They refused they they didn't do no it. No sodomizing. They game. didn't no. No, not in this game. <laughs> <coughs> they couldn't put them away. They let them hang around and then Clemson starts figuring it out and then one huge play from Trevor Lawrence who isn't known as a great athlete because he's a big, tall pocket guy. Yeah. But if you're gonna play, I mean, if you're gonna play man to man with everyone's head turned, you got to account. You got to account for that. And he, hell, he's faster than I thought he was. He is faster. But I mean, than I he's he was. but he's like long strides. Long strides. Very That's long exactly strides. what I was about to say. Six six isn't. So I mean, it doesn't Ohio take that State long for him can to get blame there. the officiating, and we'll get to these con- these two controversial calls. Yeah. They can blame it all they want, but I, if you had a you had a chance to put them away. And you couldn't do it. Okay, that is why they lost the game. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like, excuse me, especially with the targeting call to kick that dude out of the game. Mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence is six foot six. Mm-hmm. He ducked all the way down to that dude's level, and they connected helmets. Mm-hmm. Now I understand the penalty, maybe, but not the consequence. Like once they took that dude out of the game, that's when Lawrence was able to get it going as far as running. Like it mattered. That was a that that mattered in the game. Mm-hmm. So granted, they should have gotten those red zone touchdowns. That should have happened. That's on Ohio State. That call seemed pretty. It seemed pretty borderline to me. I didn't think that call had to be made that way. That that's just, that's just the way I felt about it. And then in real time, <laughs> that catch was a catch to me. And and the determining factor that that I kind of heard and went off of was if he was in the end zone, would he have controlled that long enough for that to be a touchdown? What do you think? Okay, first of all, I'll go back to that targeting call. Okay. The, I I think they need to adjust that rule to where it can be the 15-yard penalty. You don't get kicked out of the game unless – but then you're going to a judgment call. Was it uh, well, accidental I mean, or okay, not? Okay, but, but okay. similar example. I mean, in the LSU game, mm-hmm. there was a guy that got kicked out. He blatantly targeted mm-hmm. a guy. I mean, mm-hmm. laid the shoulder okay. on a defenseless receiver. That's That was blatant. Okay. Well, And you know why this was targeting against Ohio State? Because he led with the crown of his helmet. Yeah, yeah. This is what I don't understand. When you're going to tackle somebody, keep your eyes up so you can see what you're hitting. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. See, you duck your head. My nine-year-old is being taught that right now. You duck your head, leave with the crown in your helmet. What are they exposed to? You see that live? It's like, man, was he trying to do that? Uh, Don't leave with the crown in your helmet. Now, you can have helmet-to-helmet contact, but if you're looking right up at the guy, that's different than leaning with the crown. Because it looks like you're using... Your helmet is a weapon that way. Did the punishment fit the crime? I don't. I don't think he should have been ejected, but it's a penalty. Okay. So, you know, it's an automatic first down, regardless. Now, going back to this catch fumble, 
I thought that that's a catch and a fumble. He's got the ball. Yeah. He's got possession. He it takes, takes three, three steps. steps. Yes, yeah, because even in slow time, I was like, well, "That's three full steps." Everybody's like, "What's the football move?" I'm like, "Running is a football move. Taking yeah. steps is a football exactly. move." Exactly. That should have. And that, he had full. Like he had both his hands. Like it wasn't body. It wasn't no, no, he, he, he it was strictly hands. hands on the football. Yeah, they they missed that one. Yeah, they they got that one wrong. Yeah, that, for sure. Absolutely. Now that I mean, and that's a pretty big game changing call in a game mm. like that. It is. I mean. Now the late game, game shouldn't have been that close to begin with. If I, but I'm yes, not, I'm I, not arguing with you, and yeah. I'm not saying that's why they lost. I'm just saying, no, no, they, that's they, a blown call. If you, especially in college, when every play is reviewable, get the call right. Yeah. That's why we have instant replay. Yeah. Get the call right. They got that one wrong. The, the targeting, as as much as I don't necessarily like the kid kids getting ejected for this, they're trying to make to do safe. something to yeah. change the way kids tackle and the way this trying to make the game safer. Don't – I'm telling you, if he doesn't duck his head like that – You don't think that I, happens? I, mm, well, your chances are better it doesn't happen. Well, and it was you can't, you I can't mean, act like your helmet's a weapon. And then when you duck your head and leave with the crown, that's what it looks like. All right. Well, so, I mean, I'll leave that alone. Um, even though – I mean, it was a hell of a football game, no yeah. matter how you split it. So, I mean, the sad part is that you have these penalties that take away from the game, um, these arguable situations like that. But the game was great. I mean, that game lived up to all the hype. I was glad it was the second game, obviously. Mm. Um, predictions on the championship? It's not going to be a blowout like Oklahoma and LSU, but it's, it, it's going to be hard for me to go against LSU and how they are rolling. Yeah. Running on all cylinders. Joe, the thing is, is you gotta get LSU throw. defensively, if you're – you're gonna play if you're you, they play mostly man to man, okay? Are you gonna have to have somebody spy Trevor Lawrence? And also, this Travis Etienne kid for Clemson, the running back, he might not always kill you running the football. The guy can catch it too. Yeah. This is going to be a very competitive game, but I will give the edge to LSU because I just. Man, Joe, I can't re- remember a guy coming into a national title game playing as well and as on fire as yeah. Joe Burrow is right now. He, he, If he has another fantastic performance against Clemson, which he could, this might be the single greatest college, college football season, season for, for a quarterback yeah. ever. Yeah. yeah. So I'll, I'll give it to LSU. I'll give it to LSU uh, mainly because LSU has been battle-tested all year. Like, that team – has had to fight against some pretty good teams, been in dogfight-type games. That's the reason I give them the edge. I mean, you saw Clemson the other day. They got hit in the mouth. They had to figure out what was going on. I give them props, that ain't happen this I give them props for having the heart of a champion mm-hmm. and being able to fight their way back into that game and win it. Um, but, but man, LSU's been doing that all year. Yeah, well, Clemson's like, a more I mean, experienced team, though, and I guarantee you they don't come out and start sl- as I, slow I get, I agree as with they that. did I'm, I'm just Ohio simply State. saying, though, mm-hmm. I mean, LSU had that incredible game against Texas. They had the Alabama game. Um, I mean, they've they've played like multiple good teams mm-hmm. and and had to fight their way through these really good games and, and, di- and different defenses. If Clemson somehow finds a way, I I would not be surprised. I wouldn't be totally surprised because I think Dabo is that good of a coach. I do. Well, and I think they have experience in key spots, and I think he's that and good of a coach, man. Like I was I, watching him during the Ohio State game, I was like, man, this dude. I mean, he he's gonna figure it out. Like he seems like that kind of coach. They get down sixteen to nothing. He's like, okay, hold on. 
Like, we got to get this figured out. But they have he, a good drive and then one big splash play and then boom. To and a whole new right back game. in it. Whole right back game. in it. And so he seems like that kind of coach. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's never given up. So well, I, I won't be. Time. So I won't be surprised if if Clemson uh, wins. Actually, I will be surprised if they win. I, I won't be surprised if it's really close. I'll put it that way. I think I'm not gonna be, be surprised if Clemson wins. I think it's gonna be a really good football game. I'll put it that. I way. I think it's gonna be great. Okay. I can't. And it sucks that we gotta wait till the 13th to see it. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But all right, moving on. Let's uh let's move forward with the uh, with the all encompassing NFL. Uh, the Green Bay Packers <laughs> almost gave me a heart attack on Sunday and barely beat the Detroit Lions. That's all I want to say about that. Uh, <laughs> more importantly, the Niners won their game against the Seahawks. So all of my stress was almost for naught. I mean, the Packers ended up the two seed, which is a really good seed. Uh, they should be very happy about it. Um, Niners got the one. Packers are the two. Seahawks are the three. Um, the Eagles are the four. Seahawks five, Vikings six. So we'll start in the NFC because that's our wheelhouse. Um, Kiker, how do you feel about these standings? Give me your predictions for the wild card game where you got you got Saints um, versus Vikings. You got Seahawks at Eagles. 49ers deserves to be the number one seed. Absolutely. Um, so they, they got it. And, you know, good for them. Green Bay's a two. I don't feel they deserve it. But I don't either, but they got it. You know what? It. But they have it. And that's just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes, you know. The, I, you There's know. been plenty of Packers teams that were wild card teams yes. that I felt like were more deserving of a first round buy than this one. Well, but, yeah, but you got to go do it on the field. Yeah, it is so it is. that's the game. I, I still think that the the Saints and the Seahawks are better than Green Bay, but you know the standings are what they are. They're not going to change. None of us. Now we're we're going to get we're we'll get into these into these uh, wild card games, and which was. Interesting because normally it's NFC, AFC. You know they split them, but the Wild Card Weekend is yeah. AFC Saturday, NFC Sunday. I saw that. Weird. Um, whatever. So <laughs> you got you got the Vikings coming to the Saints twelve twelve o'clock our time yeah. Sunday. Okay. The Saints are on fire. Yeah. They. I mean, and everyone's like, "Oh, Carolina, they fired their coach. They had nothing to play for." That's true. It was still forty-two to ten. Yeah, I mean, they, they, that game I'll, they steamrolled. Carolina. I mean, they did, and and Green Bay beat them barely mm-hmm. with a goal line stand. So, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't, I don't think the Vikings are going to be able to keep up in this game at all. I, I think the Saints are going to come out super pissed they didn't get that two seed, um, and they're going to mud stomp the Vikings. I, I don't think the Vikings. I don't think Kirk Cousins shows up for big games anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, Although I it's would, in the right time slot, I would, <laughs> I would be extremely surprised. Like seriously, if the Vikings pulled this game off, I, I just I don't see it happening. Everyone so. wants to talk about the Minnesota miracle. That was in Minnesota. You got to come to Superdome now. Yeah. Yeah, that's a total different thing. Yeah. The, and and the Saints are that that might be our that's arguably the best home field advantage in the NFL. It's arguable. I could oh. argue that. Okay. Um, Kirk Cousins. Hmm. He's <laughs> uh, he's not good in prime time. I don't trust him at all. And then you got Drew Brees who. Did miss those five games? Maybe that helped him. He's he doesn't seem as tired as yeah. he does at yeah. come playoff time yeah. last year. Yeah. And you know, it definitely Kamara helped. It came definitely back, helped had a team. good game. Yeah, it definitely yes. helped the team. I mean, and this this team is deep, and they proved that in his absence. Kamara's been nicked up. He had a good game against Carolina. How healthy is Dalvin Cook? Yeah, I mean it. The Vikings, as good as they are defensively. I think they're going to spend too much time on the field. Like they did and eventually, the Packers, yeah. it's going 
you know, I mean, in the Saints could come out on fire and just, yeah. end up, it could end up being a blowout. I, I, I don't think I, the Vikings have much chance, if any, at yeah, all. Yeah, I, I think it's a blowout, personally. Yes. Um, I think, and I just, I mean, I'll be really surprised if it's not, but I just, I don't see that being a very good game either. Uh, so, <laughs> seriously, that, that's all there is to it. Yeah, pretty much. So, let's move on. We got Eagles, Eagles, Seahawks. Do the Eagles have a prayer? No. I don't see that being because a game either. They, I mean, <laughs> I they, they have no deep threat. Deshaun Jackson's not there. They, I mean, they don't have every wide receiver they started the season with is not on the roster right now. I know. Hurt, IR, whatever. And I will commend Carson Wentz for the job he's done this season. Yeah. There's, there's Carson Wentz haters, and he has had injury issues. This is the 100th year. NFL's uh, celebrating their 100th year. This is the first time a quarterback has ever thrown for 4,000 yards without having a wide receiver cat, uh, go for 500. Yeah. That's impressive. It I don't is. care who you are. Well, and that, that, you know, Dak tries to make that comparison, or, you know, Dak doesn't personally do it, but the comparison between the two of them is that, you know, Dak has somewhat been more accomplished because Wentz wasn't there for the actual Super Bowl mm-hmm. win. Um but I don't see Dak Prescott being able to pull that off without having a top core of receivers, like, period. Well, when the I, Cooper came, he got better. He did get better. Yeah, he so got better. I, I, that's and they what I'm got Gallup now, too. So, as I'm yeah. saying, if you took those guys away, like, Wentz just lost all his guys, mm. I mean, he doesn't even have Ertz right now. Like, yeah, he, he, didn't, he didn't have him on Sunday. I mean, he no. doesn't even have Ertz. So, that's what I'm saying. His I best mean, wide receiver threat was actually a quarterback in college. I, that's, that's all I'm trying to yeah. say, man. I, I mean, I, Wentz is. I mean, you're right. Wentz has had a, an extremely good season. Um, I mean, it's commendable. I mean, extremely commendable. And the job Doug Peterson did, keeping this team together, because at one point, you know, after when they lost to the Cowboys, and it was like, what, like 37 to 16? You thought, hmm, because now they're 5 and 6, and they battle back. And that game was at home, I believe. It was in Dallas. Was that one in Dallas? It was in Dallas. Oh, okay. Um, My bad. So, this NFC East was extremely weak. It didn't seem like anyone wanted to win it. And then... (laughs) The Eagles win the last two weeks. They're nine and seven. They're in, but the whole the dream is about to become a nightmare because now you not only is Seattle coming to town, and the thing is, people would think, oh, well, they got to well, it's a late game, and tr- and Seattle's actually a better road team this year than yeah. at home. Yeah, weird. They're seven and weird. one. Weird. Seven and one. I mean, that was the, the team I wanted to argue with you about about home field advantage, but. I mean, this year hasn't this been year it exactly has, it has the 12th man yeah, hasn't has really been, been the difference. Well, that's because they had Bosworth doing the, the deal the other day. Oh, I mean, Lord. That, that, that has nothing to do with Listen, it. Listen, man, he only played there three years. He's an absolute bum. Seriously. Bosworth is the most over, one of the most overrated phenomenon of football of all time. He's annoying. Yeah. Moving on. So. They, they asked him to come do it. Well, that's ridiculous. Well. They got to be able to find somebody better than that. Seriously. brought in Steve Largent. My gosh. Um. Man. Now, yeah, bringing the guy that does Dr. Pepper. I don't know know what Bosworth has to do with anything. Well, he annoys me. Well, this is presence in these situations annoys the crap out of me. Just being honest, man. Well, that's fine. He's garbage. Okay, it's just bring Bo Jackson since he ran over him. I mean, seriously, what? I mean, that's the defining moment of his NFL career is being ran over by Bo Jackson. Are you done? Yeah, I'm done with Bosworth. I'm done with because I mean I never thought we'd bring him up. Ever. I didn't either, but yet, I saw him the other here, day. And here he, we go. Yeah, know, Greg know. gets a little, gets his panties in a bunch, all and right, then it's listen, all, okay. Listen. <laughs> I, let me finish my point. Okay. Hey, so now you got Seattle coming to town, who just lost the heartbreaker to the 49ers. Had a chance to win a division, have a home. They would have been, 
had a home playoff game instead of them going on the road. And you talk about controversial calls or no calls. Looks like to me like Fred Warner had at least holding on Hollister. Yeah, he did. But he did. it is what it is. Greenlaw, great play, going high instead of low, keeping Hollister out of the end zone. Yeah. You couldn't come any close without scoring. No, you couldn't. And, and I mean, and we, I've, I've, everybody's watched that from every angle, looking for the ball, trying to see if you had a Julio Jones situation uh, like you did two or three weeks ago. And the ball just didn't cross, man. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's unreal. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's as close as it gets, man. But the, Seah- but the Seahawks are going to go, and they are going to beat the Eagles. Yeah. Wentz doesn't have a deep threat. I don't – this dink and dunk is not going to be enough to beat no, Seattle. No. Seattle is also very upset that they lost to the San Francisco yeah. 49ers. At home. And Russell Wilson is a nightmare to deal with. And, you know, as good of a job as Doug Peterson does, Pete Carroll, as much as I think he's a crook and scum – he has coached in the playoffs. He's, you know, he's yeah. experienced. Scum. I just, scum. Scum. I've wiped better things off the bottom of my shoe. Um, I'm just saying. Scum. And I, and I like Doug Peterson and all this stuff, but yeah. the, the, I mean, they like, got in because they played in the weakest division in yeah. the NFC. And the Cowboys and it's basically going, gave it to yeah, them. Yeah, and it's going to end. So. Okay. And, there, and honestly, man, given the Eagles season with injuries, there's no shame in that. So it is what it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the NFC wild card weekend is is fairly you know cut and dry. Like mm-hmm. that's. I mean, I I'd be very surprised if those are even good football games. I think the Eagles one might be a little better just because I think those are going to be ground and pound type games, um, especially because Seahawks are going to be trying to get the beast going. Um, but I, I don't see those being competitive. Which, if that goes the way that we're talking about, you're going to have Packers Saints in Green Bay, mm-hmm. which. In the last 10 years, for those who have watched those games, because they haven't met in the playoffs, but they've met a lot in the regular season. For those who have watched those games, those are usually really entertaining football games. Now, mm-hmm. granted, that was back when Rodgers was, you know, throwing 40, 50 times a game. So we'll see. I mean, I don't – I want to pick the Packers. I'll wait until next week until I have to make a choice. Um, but then you'd have Niners, Seahawks for round three, which would be a fantastic football Everyone game. Everyone deserves to see that. Yeah, seriously. So that's kind of what I'm hoping for. I'd actually be annoyed if, either, if the other teams win because these are the games I, I want to see. I don't see that happen. Yeah, I don't either. But these are the games I want to see next weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think those would be fantastic divisional games. Um, so we'll move on since we're in agreement on that, which is rare. Uh, we'll move on to the... Well, I mean, I guess you could argue no, if you wanted to. No. We'll move on to the... argue about Bosworth? I mean, we could. And I don't want to argue about irrelevant. that. I don't want to argue about that, fool. Moving on. Uh, or Pete Carroll being scum. Uh, well, I'll argue that. All right. That's another podcast for the other day. Moving on to the AFC, which I think their, their wild card weekend is going to be more competitive, actually. I think it actually will be uh, better. You got Patriots funny. at the three seed. Patriots hosting the Titans. In the late and, game. Mm-hmm. Late game. And then you also have the Texans playing against, gosh, just. The went, Bills. Play, uh, Texans playing against the Bills. Yeah, in the Texans time slot. Every time they make the playoffs, they're the first game on Saturday. So. Every time. <laughs> so, what are your picks? What are your thoughts for these two games? I got mine. I'll, I'll, okay, I'll we'll, we'll, go, we'll go Bills-Texans. Okay. Um, I'll take the Bills. Their defense, one of the best in the league. Josh Allen's playing better, not turn. I mean, he had a much better season turnover wise. Three thousand yards passing, twenty touchdowns, nine picks. Um, it's this offense is still anemic at times because he's not the consistent thrower. 
And the Texans do have the better quarterback in Deshaun Watson. I think yeah. that's – yeah, I really can't argue that. But uh, – and J.J. Watt coming back, he will play for the Texans Saturday. They brought him back on IR. I saw that. That could be a boost. And the, the thing is, the Texans <coughs> run defense has suffered without him. And with just the impact of one guy. Well, they because they, him being gone, and then they traded Clowney. Yeah, well, like, basically around the same. The period thing of time. is about Clowney is is he's not he's a he flashes. Yeah, he's not consistently no, he's there not. every play, but he he has flashes. Well, and when he flashes, he flashes yeah. hard. Like, I mean, like but it's, the, the Watt effect when with JJ Watt this season, the Texans are giving up an average of eighty five yards a game, and with Adam one hundred forty four rushing. Yeah, I mean that is drastic. Drastic, so maybe that's a big boost. I, I I expect a competitive game, but mm-mm-mm. I just don't think the Texans quite have enough to beat the Bills. Even with JJ Watt coming back, what's his what's his conditioning going to be like? I'll take the Bills in a very close game. Yeah, I expect that to be probably. Well, Man, I'll, we'll get to the Patriots game, but I, th- I honestly think both these games should be fairly close. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I got I got the Bills in a pretty close game, even though I think Deshaun Watson is Deshaun Watson. I think he's a really good quarterback and, and, and a fantastic football player. And J.J. Watt coming back will be a boost. Um, I, I wonder, you know, how much of a boost, just because health-wise. Mm. Um but I'm sure morale-wise, I mean, it'll be the same thing you saw from the Seahawks getting mm. back the beast. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean that's a big part of, you know, their identity. Um, yeah. So, but I do think that the Bills' defense is that good. I, I think, you know, it's better than some of its parts. Um, and I, I think that Bills, that Bills team is probably going to get through. That, that's how I feel about it. Um, move on to the next game. Titans, who you got? Oh. <laughs> Man, I want to pick the Titans. I'm going to pick Titans. I do want to pick I'm the gonna Titans. Pick Titans. I'm going to I'm going to pick Titans and I'll tell you why. I'll okay, say go like ahead. This. I'll pick the Titans because the Patriots usually don't have to play this weekend. So that's I, I think that that does hurt them in some way, right? Mm. Um I also think that their offense is not very good. Um and that's been proven for the last basically two months. Man, how'd you come up with that hot dude? Yeah, yeah, I know. Nobody else has seen that but me. <laughs> You're welcome. Um and I think one of the, the kicker factors to me is the fact that Mike Vrabel's the coach of the Titans. He he has to have some sort of insight on what he's going to see. Now, it might not go, you know, it might not benefit him a ton, but it's something. I mean, it's more than what most have going against the Patriots. He also has Derrick Henry, who's been looking like a man amongst men. Tannehill's played pretty well, and I know that Belichick's going to try to take away uh, Henry and forced Tannehill to beat him, mm. but I seen Tannehill make some pretty good throws for the last two months, man. He's he's looked pretty legit. So I feel like in a dogfight type game, which is what this game looks like, it has written all over it. The Titans have been dogfighting for the last two months to get back into the wild card. I mean, that's that's what they had to do. So I'm taking Titans. What do you think? You said you're taking Patriots. Why? Mm. Pedigree mostly. Yeah. Um, funny thing about the Patriots. They've never made it to the Super Bowl without a bye. They've been to nine of them. Never made it without a bye. That's insanity. But it really is. 
the thing, they're, they're playing at home. It's hard to beat the Patriots in Foxborough. I just saw the Dolphins do it. In the playoffs? It, I, this is, it's, I, it's still at home. I know. I, I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. The, the, the Dolphins always seem to beat the Patriots one time. Normally it's in I, Miami. I agree. I agree. Normally it's in Miami. But dang, they didn't get man. it done. Fitz magic. Yeah. <laughs> Up and down. <laughs> roller coaster. He's, he's like Jameis Winston. Seriously. Um, this Patriots offense is no – they aren't very good. It's just, you know, that pick six Tom Brady threw Sunday was, it was – I mean, he just – you put a bow on it. Yeah. Put a bow on it. They're, defen- they're a defensive team, and Belichick is going to try to take that run game away. And Tannehill has played well, but the, be- the, the funny thing is the best part of this Patriots team is their secondary. And you're gonna, and I think Belichick is comfortable putting those guys out on an island. So you think he's gonna blitz Tannehill? I think he's, he's gonna, gonna stack. I think he's gonna load the box, sto- yeah. load the box and, leave and him in force coverage. Tannehill yeah. to beat him. I, I and he that. trusts his guys. Now that's not to say Tennessee won't make some plays, but you know, you're nor- and like and normally the Patriots have an extra week to prepare, but man. It's just hard for you to pick against the Patriots, well, and, and, I, and I understand and that's that. That's the only reason I. Uh, I understand and, that, and, and, and it's the Titans. What have the Titans done to make me believe they run the ball well? Sure, and this whole Mike Frabel thing you're pulling up, yeah. I think means nothing. You think so? The only, the only, the the thing that helps the, that could help the Titans is the uh, training camp practices, scrimmage practices they had. Yeah, Mike Frabel hasn't been a Patriot in a long time. That's true. So and Belichick changes he, what he does he on does, a week to week basis. He does change. I mean, he he has maybe just, not how I mean, he does we, it. We but had a what conversation earlier about Parcells, and you said you felt that you know he might have aged himself out as far as his style. Mm-hmm. Well, Belichick's literally the opposite. Like he's mm-hmm. constantly adjusting, you know, tweaking, trying changing. to stay ahead. Yeah, not, I mean, yeah, yeah. not being he's being proactive, not reactive. Yeah, he's he's not afraid to change, which is what has set him apart. For oh, the last absolutely, 20 years. because he's. You know, like seventy years old, and is look. You know, yeah, he's like the Grinch. I mean, you know, but yet he wears it all in that face. Oh, I mean, seriously, <laughs> it's like wearing him down. No days off. Seriously, no days yeah. off. Uh, so I, I'll take the Patriots in a close game somehow, some way. Because the thing is, it's going to be low scoring. Yeah, I mean, because the Titans I'm, want to run the football. I'm looking at a 17, one of the reasons Tannehill has looked so good is they've been able to run the ball, and Derrick Henry's your NFL's leading rusher, mm-hmm. and. Good for him, I and mean, especially breaking that long touchdown to break it too. Because you know, even Frable almost he he had to smirk a little. He tried to do the best to have that bell check death stare, and he's yeah. like, mm, no. So close, very close game, very close game. And if the Titans won, I wouldn't be told. I won't be shocked. I won't even really be that surprised. But I'll give it to the Patriots somehow, some way. They find a way to get to divisional weekend, and then it over. <laughs> over, over. We'll see, man. I, I, we'll see. Seriously, this game, this is, this is probably the best game of the weekend. I, I think. I think Titans Patriots. is It's the best definitely game the most interesting. Yeah, for sure. It could be the best game from what we, from what plays out. Yeah. But interest wise, because the Patriots, everyone's like, is this the end? Yeah. Is the dynasty over? And the thing is, it's ne- they're never out of it. No. Until they are out of it. Like, yeah. And that's just the way it is. Like mm-hmm. history, if it's taught us anything, mm-hmm. the Patriots are not out until they are out. And you have to put them out. That's the way they are. Like, that's what makes them great is that they don't give you anything. You have to come take it. 
So Tom Brady, Tom Brady and the Patriots with with uh, playing divisional. Their playoff record's like twenty seven and seven. Playing the few times they have in wild card round, they're five hundred three and three. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. It's, I mean, I I. I've never been so excited to watch a Titans game in my life. <laughs> Me neither. I mean, even I mean, besides them maybe playing the Packers, I've yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm rooting for the Titans, and I hope I'm wrong. So America's rooting for the Titans. Well, every, um, everybody besides the mass holes up there in New England. <laughs> the all right, mass holes. That was a great no cuss. Um, all right, so because we differ on that, I can't jump into. Next round matchups. We'll get to that next week. So we'll, no, I don't want to get into that anyway. Let's I mean, let it play I, out. Yeah, we'll get let's, into let's it. let it play out. Yeah. We'll get into that. So, yeah. so now the NFL, the actual season's officially over. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I want to kind of touch on a couple things. I think the undisputed MVP is Lamar Jackson, right? Oh, he's going to win it. So we really sure. don't have to yeah. talk about mm-hmm. that unless you. I mean, I don't. No, think no I mean, stats or I mean, I think you could. You might be able to make an argument if you really wanted to. For two other guys, but it doesn't matter because Lamar Jackson, they're, they're fourteen and two. They got the best record in the league. Uh, they set a, a NFL record for rushing yards in a single season. He's got the splash plays, and he's going to win MVP. And he play, and he had a great season. So there's no really no reason to discuss that. You could almost say though, I will say this: Is Carson Wentz more valuable to his team? You know, that's I mean, fun. you it's funny you say that because I was when we were just talking about him mm-hmm. and what he's actually done with what he had, mm-hmm. it is probably the more impressive season. Yeah. Like he's he's well, he, more, I, even if it's not the more impressive season, he's probably he's more valuable to the Eagles than Lamar Jackson might be to the Ravens. But like I said, I, it honest, doesn't matter. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It so doesn't it doesn't matter. matter. We won't we won't dive into that. Um Offensive Rookie of the Year. Josh Jacobs. Okay. For the Raiders. You know, the Raiders started off, had a really good season, and the freaking tires fell off. Um, they drafted really well. Yeah. And the thing is, is they brought in Antonio Brown because they wanted high-character guys. Well, that was a mistake, obviously. Yeah. And then they draft um, <coughs> a guy from Clemson, the guy from Alabama. Two of the premier college programs right now. High-class, high-character guy. And uh, Josh Jacobs, because, I mean – and it's funny because almost um I shouldn't say almost Alabama's had issues with having stellar uh running backs in college and going to the and pros to and the like pros fizzling and out. They, yeah, or um, having a couple of good years and they're done. Eddie Lacy uh, comes to mind. Eddie Lacy comes to mind, Trent Richardson was a huge bust. And then huge you got bust. you got guys like Derrick Henry who are steamrolling right now. Uh, and uh, Mark Ingram's who who's They've had good careers. Yes, like they they haven't been so. they haven't been Barry Sanders, but they've no, had really no. but they've had really good careers and they're mm. they're professionals. So, I mean, we'll leave it at that. That's that's what makes those you know Ingram and, and Henry are are really good. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, okay. So Josh Jacobs, eleven hundred fifty yards rushing, seven touchdowns. You know, he just <sighs> the Raiders. Wouldn't even be sniffing 500, I don't think, if they didn't have this guy and were able to run the football. Yeah. Because, you know, your top 10 quarterback, Derek Carr, Ooh. had a good season. Man. But if they're not able to run the football. Yeah, and Derek Carr disappointed you know, me greatly. So. Well, I, you want to you wanna elaborate on it? Uh, no, I don't. I, I got, I'll, just, I'll, I, I got, I'll, I'll just say I, I, I got I, a little I, stat hit for you. Go ahead, please. Because I know I'm going to hear it no matter oh, what. Oh, yeah. Derek Carr has 55 losses 
the second most ever for a quarterback in his first six seasons, behind only his brother, David. Yes, I saw that. Yes. Thank now, you very much. it's not all on the quarterback because the Raiders have had some horrific teams. Yeah. But yeah, it almost makes you wonder the way the season ended. And uh, is Gruden going to move on from I, Derek Carr? I think he's definitely thinking about it. Well, you know what the funny thing is? Is. Carr and Gruden are building houses right next to each other in Vegas. <laughs> For real? And that is true. That would be awkward. Very. Yeah. But, I mean, the thing is, so you, if, unless you're going to, I mean, could they trade for somebody or are they going to draft somebody? I'd still, I mean, I still think Derek Carr is there next year regardless. Yeah. I, even if you were trying to draft somebody, have a guy there. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, Carr is not, it's not like Carr is just absolute trash. Let me ask you this. If the Raiders had a chance to get, which, I mean, they obviously have a chance because, I mean, these people are probably going to be available, Phillip Rivers or Cam Newton, would you take either one of them over Derek Carr? Phillip Rivers is done. Uh, somebody might give him a chance, but uh, he's just, he, I just don't think he's got enough. He can't maneuver the pocket enough. Yeah. He takes too many chances. The arm strength is not there anymore. And, you know, I felt bad for him at that press conference. When he I was did fighting too. back the tears. Yeah, Dad I felt bad for him too. Yeah. You I, know? And I, I personally and gosh darn think, it. I think he's probably the most underrated quarterback of his generation. Now, that's just my opinion because I think he's always. I've had people ask me if he's a Hall of Famer. I think he is, man. I think he is too. I think he is too. He's it's, better than Fouts was. It's and gonna, it's in the gonna, whole now thing. it's going to take some years. Yeah, he's not nowhere he's not. close to first ballot. It's going to take him some time, yeah. but I think eventually he gets in. Well, and, and he might get some votes early on, but he's not going to get near enough to get in. Well, and and in my opinion, I mean, you know, the Chargers front office, you screwed that guy once they got rid of Schottenheimer. I mean. Well, Ever they, since then, they wasted a lot of his career. Yeah, and and I mean, so they didn't do him that, any favors. Hey, they didn't do him any favors, and he did a lot. He did as much as he could with what he had. I mm-hmm. felt like for years. So that's just the, my the opinion. only knock on him. The only knock on him is the turnovers. But yet, and and you know, everyone's gonna say, "Well, Favre threw the most ever, and he's a Hall of Famer." I'm like, yeah, but he also held the touchdown record. I, he held like every major yeah. pass record when he yeah. retired, and and he's a Super Bowl champion, and he's a three time MVP, and you know. It, for a lot of bad there was with Favre, my goodness, the good still yeah, outweighed the yeah, bad. I about said tenfold, fivefold. Because <laughs> boy, there's some there's some irrit- irritating games, yeah, man. There's one comes to mind with Brett Favre, and I mean, yeah. I love his answer after the press conference. Yeah. But boy, that game was rough. I know, man. He so, had a lot of rough games, interception wise. Anyway, so we're we're, we're kind of drifting. Cam Newton. I almost wonder. If Ron Revere brings Cam Newton to Washington, hmm. they have a young quarterback. Yeah, that'd be interesting. But he's got a. Cam it doesn't Newton look. Dwayne Haskins though. is nowhere near ready to play. From what we've seen, he's nowhere near ready to play. That'd be. I mean, honestly, though, that'd probably be good for Cam. News, you know, fresh start. I think Cam's done in Carolina. I think he's done in Carolina too. Especially, um, I mean, since they're gonna be, they're gonna have a new coach and you got new ownership now, and it's like, eh, okay, we need we probably need to make some moves. And Cam is just. Never developed into that consistent, accurate passer. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, I've never been a Cam Newton fan, so I don't want to. Oh, I'm not a Cam Newton fan I, either. I don't want to hate on him. Totally. Oh, I'll hate on him. You uh, called him soft like a month ago. Because he is, but okay. <laughs> but, I don't want to hate on him. But I mean, I mean, he's soft. But I don't okay, hate, so man. so let's go ahead and get back on topic. Defensive rookie of the year, Nick Bosa, San Francisco. Yeah, that's not debatable. impact player as a rookie. He he has been impact. And the reason that the Seahawks, that the Niners were able to beat the Seahawks the other day, is because he contained Russell Wilson. For most of that game. Russell Wilson would get five or six yards on a scramble, but he was always sweeping the legs, keeping it containable, well, keeping he, it manageable. And, he, and he, you saw him force Russell yeah, to maneuver. He did. And, you know, I mean, it throws off timing around. Now, Russell Wilson made a career scrambling around, making deep, making plays, but uh, he, if he, he is, if nothing else, uh, relentless. Yeah, and he's—I mean—he's extremely fast for a lineman, man. Like, I, there are well, he's, people... I mean, he's, he's an athlete. Yeah, he's, he, I mean, he's it's a just spectacular football and, and he was—he's in a good system because they—they a lot of a lot of teams go to three fours, and uh, San Francisco has a four-man defensive front. That's their um, base personnel defense, and I mean they got studs all along that defensive line. John Lynch deserves a lot of credit. He does for, built, for putting that team together, and he did it pretty fast. I mean, so. if, if you look at Nick Bosa, like his stats are going to like just jump out at you. They're just not going to jump out at you. Thirty-two tackles, or forty-seven uh, tackles, nine sacks. You know, he's got a forced fumble, two fumble recoveries. Uh, but it's just the impact he's had in the game. It's it's kind of like uh, I'll, I'll, this is the way to put it: Zayre Smith for Green Bay. Um, does not lead the league in sacks. That's 13 and a half. I think he's like six. That's like six, but he's number one in pressures. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's not about sacking no, the quarterback. It's, not about it's just the, affecting yeah. him. Yeah, it is. And, Joe, and you have to know where Nick Bosa is all the time, a lot like his brother. His brother's really good. Nick, I mean, yeah. these Bosa boys are good. Yeah. So, it and sucks to me, for the Niners, man. It does. It really does. But uh, that's he, he'd be my defensive rookie of the year. And okay. I, I honestly don't know who you'd put. Who you would argue for instead? Uh, I can't. I could argue somebody for offensive instead of Josh Jacobs, but that's who I picked. I mean, you could argue Kyler Murray in the season. A pretty good year. I mean, in in the the Cardinals, everyone thought they're going to be like you know one two picking one two three, and they ended up winning five six games. So So let me so let me ask you this: Um, We're about to get to the the debacle that is the Dallas Cowboys, and so I want to ask you which team. Is the bigger disappointment between the San Diego Chargers, Los Angeles Chargers, and yeah, Los Angeles Chargers? Sorry, man, I still hate the fact they're Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, yeah, I'm just get, being honest, man. Over it. I grew up with them being San Diego Chargers, mm. powder blue unis. That's mm. who they are. Damn okay. it. Uh, so I'll go with. Nah, don't that. be old and rigid. Uh, well, listen, that's just the way it is. Mm. Um, Chargers, Cowboys. Who's the bigger disappointment? Chargers. Chargers. Nope. Take that back. Cowboys. Why? The Chargers have had some pretty big injuries. Devastating injuries. Yeah. Hunter Henry missed over a quarter of the season. Uh James missed over missed over half the season, yeah. which is a huge loss. That kid is a stud safety on the back end of that defense. The Cowboys have had some some little minor injuries, but overall I mean, if you had to, the the rosters, I think, are fairly even. Mm-hmm. You know, but, you know, it's just Philip Rivers, like I said, is done. 
So you ought to have better quarterback play, which they did. Dak did play better than Phillip Rivers did. But if you start, if you really start diving into these stats and this number one offense, there's a lot of garbage yards, a lot of yeah, garbage touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in the and I, I just don't understand how Dallas wasn't better than eight and eight. Yeah, I, I, just, I, I, yeah. I really don't get it because they got players. Everywhere. Yeah, and I guess that's the problem I have too. It's not like they just didn't make the playoffs in a competitive division. Like, that's different. Oh, no. Like, they didn't make the playoffs in a division that required you to be 500. Yeah, it was it was. I like mean, a that, that's atrocious. So, it was a layup. I mean, I personally think they went through an identity crisis, and as good as Dak's numbers are and as good as he was, you know, and I know he was out there trying to earn his money, and I'm not saying he did this intentionally to hurt the team or anything like that. Um, you know, Zeke Elliott needs to have the ball in his hands even if he's not – running out of the backfield at all times mm. like there need to be design passes for that dude like you, you paid him yeah i mean give your best player the ball and and i feel like they kind of were there was a you know kind of a they were unbalanced in that way like you know Dak is out there proving that he's he can be that quarterback but that's not what they needed him to be you know and if jerry for all the great business moves he's made he should have if he's gonna pay Dak, then get that resolved like, pay Dak, pay Zeke, get these guys in here for the beginning of the season so that they're focused on what they need to do. Instead, you have Zeke out here waiting for a contract that you knew you were going to give him the whole time anyway. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, so you have him out here in limbo, knowing he's going to get paid. You know you're going to pay him, and it's only hurting the team. It's only hurting the season. Then you got Dak out here kind of in limbo. You know you're probably going to pay that dude. Like, you're not going to go find another quarterback, franchise quarterback. You just don't want to pay him what he's asking. So now you have all these, like, situations that are self-inflicted that hurt the team. So I, I agree with you. I think the Cowboys are the bigger disappointment because it only would have required 9-7 and seven to win the division. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's almost like not making the playoffs on purpose. Like, seriously, for all, for all the players that they had that stayed healthy – there's, I mean, you look at them and the Eagles, there's no reason that should have been that close. Oh, no. None whatsoever. No. The Giants are terrible. The Redskins are terrible. So it's not like it was a competitive division. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Eagles came back from under 500 in December to win the division at 8-8. Eight and eight. So nine I, 9-7. Nine my bad. So I agree with you. Like, it's, it's, it's got to be the Cowboys. Um, I did feel really bad for Philip Rivers, though, man. I I seriously think he's one of the better quarterbacks of the last ten to fifteen years. Um, I don't think he's as good as Rodgers or Brady or you know Manning and those guys, but he's definitely the top of the the second tier, hmm. in my opinion. I mean, if, if he were oh, mobile, yeah. if he were mobile and on a better team, I I honestly think he's pretty similar to Brady. Like Brady can't run. But he's just in an incredible system, and he's won a lot of critical games. It's the, almost the exact opposite of what Rivers has has had. Yeah, well, stability in your organization is huge. And, I mean, and the, the the one thing people might knock on Philip Rivers is having LT for so long. I mean, but how long did he actually have LT? Five years? Not longer than that, wasn't he? I mean, LT has been out of the league for four he's or five. Hall, he's I think is he in the Hall? He's of fame? in the Hall of Fame. So it's probably what like six, seven years. And he played his last one or two years with the Jets. He didn't even finish in San Diego. So I don't – I mean, that whole organization mismanaged that entire window of championships that they could have tried to win anyway when they traded yeah. – uh, who was the other uh, – they had two running backs. They had LT, and then they had another guy who did the ground and pound type stuff. 
and they traded that guy. He went to Atlanta. You remember that? Oh yeah, Turner was that his last name? Was it Michael Turner? Michael Turner. Okay. He went. He went to bowling Atlanta. Ball. Yeah, bowling ball yeah. guy. And he used to do like the in between number stuff, mm-hmm. and then it allowed LT to do what he needed to do. Mm-hmm. Well, when they let go of Turner, you remember then they made LT the every down back. That wasn't what he was. You see what I'm saying? He got beat up really fast. And the team was never the same anyway after they go to Schottenheimer. So, oh, man. Fired him after 14 two years. Which is insanity. Yeah. I mean, I they mean were, it really is. It, it really, there's, there's never been a situation I mean, I know like they didn't that. beat the Patriots, but come on. Well, and they only lost to the Patriots because of a interception fumble. Like yeah. that. Man, eerie that Schottenheimer yeah. caught out. Oh, yeah. It's weird how yeah. stuff plays out. Like I, I don't that. even know if he should have said that out loud. Like, I, like well, I mean, it was in pregame warmups. I mean, I don't even know if he knew the camera was on him yeah. or that, that it was rolling. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it. it I, the Cowboys are definitely more you know disappointing. I mean, to me, it's great. I mean, um, it's great to me. Yes, I, I mean, I, I, I hate I, the Cowboys, but yeah. it's very disappointing for that organization for those fans. You know, Jerry didn't. Jerry once again. In some way, was a detriment to his team. Yeah, they were. Everyone was. They were talking about the Cowboys for the wrong reasons. Yeah, for the wrong reasons. And you know, you start off, and it, this was funny. Is you listen to people talk throughout the season, they're three and zero. They ain't beat nobody. Dak looks like a freaking world beater. It's like Jerry made a mistake. And then they go through a low. It's like, oh, Jerry made Dak made a mistake. But you need. Dak to me is a franchise quarterback, and yeah. you can win. And you I mean, with that team, you can win a title with Dak Prescott. But they do have an identity crisis. You you bring in Kellen Moore was was a backup on this team. He's a young guy coming in trying to make his mark. He, everyone thought he was a genius come early on. It's just I sometimes I think you run into this where coordinators, where quarterbacks, especially young ones, yeah. and they think we're gonna throw the ball. Yeah. We're going to throw the ball. We need to throw the ball. Yeah. We, quarterback touches the ball every play. This is what needs to happen. We got weapons. Gallup, he was on my fantasy team. That kid's good. <laughs> He's good. He's what, he, was one, he was one of the very few br- bright, bright spots, spots in team, my team. Bright spots on Team Kiker. Yes. And, hard uh, to find. Yeah. Mario Cooper is a professional, great route runner. You know, Jason Witten was still somewhat of a security blank. They had a rookie. Uh, I think he's a rookie. Jarwin from Oklahoma State. He had a good season. And you got Zeke. You got The thing is, you got to run. I mean, even when they ran the ball well, that Thanksgiving Day game against the Bills, you know, early on, Dak was averaging like almost seven yards a carry, and then they quit running the footballs. Like, yeah. I don't understand this. Yeah. Dak would only be better if he could work off a of play action. Yeah. You, you you bring the linebackers up, you put eight, nine in the box, and you get man coverage. That's what you want. And Dak, and Dak is accurate enough and a good enough throw of the football to make those throws. So it's just, and I don't understand. How Jason Garrett has another meeting with the Joneses on Thursday. <laughs> with the Joneses. I don't get it. I don't <laughs> get it. Me. Because he's been there 10 years. There's a whole lot of eight and eights. There's one 13 and three. It's time for a new voice. Yeah. They don't even have to fire him. They just don't have to give him a new contract. And they refuse. To, they have an easy way out. He's like, we're not in fire. He's like, ah, we're not bringing you back. Yeah. They won't do it. I don't I don't get what what's the big deal. They need to be looking for a new head coach. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if it were me. Why not go after Ron Rivera? Yeah. Offense, even though they had the identity crisis, wasn't really the issue for the Cowboys. Their defense was actually eh, pretty good, decent. But yeah. <sighs> I just if Jason Garrett keeps his job, Cowboys fans should revolt. They won't they'll be they'll be they won't be happy about it. But 
it just I just don't get I, I, just, I, I don't, don't get I don't it. see a scenario where he keeps this job. So Well so, I would you wouldn't think so. Uh, but so, yeah, he's gonna get a third meeting with them. Yeah, but I, I think that's an exit strategy type thing. I think he's trying exit to strategy. I think he's trying to give him the, the due diligence because once again, Garrett's his friend. So that's that's a well, part Garrett's of the, his boy. Yeah. Like Des Bryant, when they cut him, he came back and he he's in the booth with Jerry and Jerry le- Jerry's got his guys. Yeah, and he, he loves them. He does. He so does. you know, Tony Romo was that way. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, anyway. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I mean, the Cowboys are the Cowboys, man. I, as, as long as the Packers beat them <laughs> when we play them, I mean that that's that's a good season to me. That's that's one of the main. <laughs> I mean, those are circled. It's on a the, highlight of the yeah. Season those are for circled sure. on the calendar. Mm. So, um, I mean, it is what it is, though, man. I mean, once again, though, you know, Jerry had he wrapped all of this business like. For all the props we give him as a businessman, mm-hmm. like you got to wrap up, like look at Rod, look at Kraft, um, you know from the Patriots. Like there's no, you know, business drama that hinders that team. Like that stuff is resolved. Like you give Belichick. I mean, I'm sure he said that. He's like, hey, I need to focus. We need to focus on this team. I need you to get this, this, and this. You see what I'm saying? Well, there's no contract drama that happens with the New England Patriots because. Right, because Krabs is like, that's what I do. I take care of it. Another thing about the Patriots, though, that's different from the rest of the team, they've been married to one player, Tom Brady. Everybody yeah. else, see ya. Yeah, that's true. Bra- Belichick's going to get rid of you a year ahead of time instead of a year behind, you know. So, yeah. and, and but I, I, yeah. I, a better example, I think, would be like uh, the Steelers. They had all this drama with Bell and, and Brown. See ya. Yeah. I mean, stable organization, even like the Giants. Yeah. Firing Pat Shermer, this is like the third coach in five, six years. This is killing the Marrows right now. Yeah. Because they are they are not they like are that. stable. They as are not as like stable that. as it could be. And it's killing them. And um uh they haven't hired a coach yet either. So I thought they hired they were gonna hire McCarthy. No, they're I, saw the, him. I saw a report for that somewhere. They're, well, he I, has an interview. I, I feel like the that. Cowboys, man, McCarthy would be a good spot for that one. Too, I man. thought I always thought McCarthy was gonna end up in Cleveland. I did too. But now but, Cleveland but, needs another GM because yeah. Dorsey split ways. Well, and I also feel like if you're McCarthy, though, I know he's from that area. Oh God, I wouldn't want to go to Cleveland. But if I were him, I'd be looking at Giants Cowboys. If oh, was, absolutely. If I were him, those like, are way better jobs. You want to come Cleveland. back and take a high profile job? I mean, to me, those. I mean, the Listen, Giants will basically, as long as you're a good dude and you you know run things the right way, I mean, you can coach there for ten years. That's yeah, Shermer didn't get to. Well, Shermer, McAdoo was a disaster. Yeah, Shermer was actually. I'm surprised. I'm not surprised. I would have liked to have seen him get another year. Uh, Daniel Jones yeah. has some experience under his belt. I now. still hated the way they. And don't get me wrong. I'm not an Eli Manning fan, but I still didn't feel like they did that right. Uh, benching him last year and you know ruining his. Streak oh, that was and, McAdoo. Yeah, McAdoo. Yeah. That was that was messed up. Oh no, that was totally that was really yeah. messed up. And if, yeah, absolutely. If was. Eli, you know, to me, I think Eli has shown you what kind of class he has, though. Mm-hmm. By the way, by because there's not a lot of quarterbacks that would have handled that as gracefully as he did. Mm-hmm. Like most, you know, if they'd have done that to Favre, could you imagine them doing that to Favre? Well, team sucks. We're going to sit you down and put in this backup. Like, break your streak. Like, there was, <laughs> there was a point where that was all Favre had. Yeah. Do you know well, what and, and the thing like, is, is Eli, w- Eli was never going to break Favre's record. He still wasn't even. No, nah, I mean, he was But it was just dirty the way they did that because, I mean, and then, and then starting the week after that, mm-hmm. God. Especially towards the end of the that season. That was personal, dude. Yeah, that was I mean, and that, and, and that was just a nail in the coffin for Mac. Dude. Yeah, that was personal. Yeah. He, he deserved to be fired was, for that. That was that was shady. Well, anyway, we got a really good 
great weekend of football, I think, ahead of us, uh, especially that AFC. I think the AFC will be 